This is a Hoff Studios podcast. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi everyone, welcome back to another chapter of Harry Tales, the podcast where I, Harry Hill, tell you the tales of my life and anything else I want to talk about. And this week, that includes Taylor Swift's jet, Skim's swim gloves, and the ultimate question, does my neighbor know I'm an influencer? Hey guys, welcome back to Harry Tales. Um, It's out. The podcast is out. I'm so excited about it. I feel like the first couple episodes, I was like, oh my God, I was recording them before it had come out. So I was really nervous. And I think, um, I mean, obviously you can't tell, but uh, (laughs) I could tell. And uh, I feel like today I'm just more excited to be talking to everyone. Um, So thanks for listening. Thanks for uh, the early feedback I've gotten. Everybody's loving the pod. Everybody's saying that it sounds really good. It's fun. It's like a voice note, which... Um, I know I kind of said, um, but that's kind of the vibe I'm going for. I really want it to be like voice note esque. Um, I think that's fun. And that's kind of how I've been listening to podcasts recently is just like turning them on and setting my phone down and going about my life, but like listening to someone, you know what I mean? So anyway, um, a couple of housekeeping things. Does anybody ever cut their clothing before they leave the house like they look around and they're like okay i can't wear anything but then but then oh there's a piece of clothing that i haven't worn in a minute let me cut it up and see if i can make something new that's what i did i've been holding on to these khakis that i got like maybe last year at goodwill and i kept thinking that they were going to make me look like a gossip girl guy like school uniform vibes but they just never they just never looked how i wanted them to look um so i cut them and now they're actually kind of cute they're kind of giving like mew mew mailman and i'm into it i i'm definitely into it um i also am wearing vans i just got a new pair of vans for the first time since govball 2019 and if you guys remember govball 2019 that was the year that it got totally stormed out totally totally like freak storm vibes and we all trudged back to manhattan across the i think washington bridge one of those bridges it was literally like a bunch of (laughs) drunk people walking across the bridge in the pouring rain and uh i survived obviously but my vans didn't so i finally got around to getting a new pair of vans and i wore them to govball 
did I, I yeah, I wore them to GovBall this year. And I was staying at a hotel downtown for uh, Bacardi. Thanks, Bacardi. And I tied them too tight and they like got into a knot. And so I literally, I was trying to go to bed, but I couldn't get my shoes off. And, um, I wasn't that drunk. Like I was like maybe a little drunk, but I was like, I, I gotta cut, I, I have to cut myself out of these shoes. Like that's the only way. So I went down to the lobby. I asked for a pair of scissors, got back to my room and I just cut my shoelaces. And then I didn't wear these for a couple of weeks cause one of them didn't have shoelaces. So I just went to the van store this week. I got some new laces. I told the girl at the store, like, yeah, I cut myself out of the last ones. And as I was leaving the store with my three ninety nine pair of shoelaces, she said, good luck. So, um, so that's good. I'm also on a kick of drinking like powdered green stuff in a water bottle. You know, when you get into that mode, it's, I feel like it usually happens around this time too. It's very like late summer where you're like, let me try. Let me try. Like I'm ready now. <laughs> so, um, I'm getting, I'm getting ready for Beaver Island. I, uh, really just want to be like glowing. So, so I'm on my green stuff in a water bottle. Um, what else? Oh, I got a tattoo. Uh, I got a tattoo over the weekend of a heart lollipop. It's very Lolita, which is funny because I feel like it's kind of like a slutty tattoo and I'm like, asexual <laughs> I'm just kidding but like you know what I mean I, I got it kind of thinking I was gonna get it on my leg when I saw the flash this was the first one that I was drawn to and I texted it to some of my friends the flash sheet and I said which tattoo do you think is the most me because I wanted to make sure that like pe- like other people would would think it makes sense And the friends that I sent it to were like, "Mm, either the cherries or the heart lollipop. And I was like, okay, like get into it. So I got it. And right when I got it, um, the guy was putting the tape on. I don't, if you've never gotten a tattoo, basically at the end of it, they like put this like saran wrap essentially over the tattoo and it holds in the tattoo and also the blood that you bleed (laughs) if you do bleed. So I have this like bloody lollipop on my arm right now, but he puts it on my arm and then he goes, Oh, by the way, it might look a little crooked, but it's only because of the tape. Like it's just the tape is causing your skin to kind of like, and I was like, um, Okay. So I, you know, you're, you, you have a fresh tattoo and the artist is like, Oh, by the way, don't worry. It's not crooked, but it might look crooked. And I was like, okay. And then I was like, Oh, I don't care. (laughs) You know what I mean? I was like, I just got a lollipop tattooed on my elbow. Like I don't, I really, I don't care. Um, maybe one day I will, but not today. Not today, Captain. Um, that was that was a good time, though. I'm excited to take the tape off, even though it does feel kind of badass. Like every time I'm like waiting for coffee or something, I know that the person behind me is like, "Oh shit!" Like he's a bad boy. <laughs> um, I also wow, just just crazy things that I'm doing. I'm also very re-energized by the podcast because now I have a place to talk about it. So I find myself doing things for the podcast or if I'm about to do something and I'm on the fence, I'll be like, well, let me do it so I can tell my friends, tell my friends of the pod. 
Um, I bought my first Bottega Veneta bag. You might think, oh, Harry, it's Bottega Veneta. I thought it was Bottega Veneta too. But I walked into the store and I was trying bags on and this really nice shop girl came up and I was like curious because I always just want to make sure that I'm not saying Moschino in the Moschino store. You know what I mean? So I was like, it's Bottega Veneta, right? Just to make sure right off the bat. I didn't want to be like walking around the store saying it incorrectly. She goes, it's Bottega Veneta. Okay, Bottega Veneta. That's that's new. Okay, but I like it. It's elevated. It's kind of like calling Ralph Lauren, Ralph Lauren. I feel like I could do a whole episode on like that being a personality test. If you call Ralph Lauren, Ralph Lauren, or if you call it Ralph Lauren, he's fully American. There's no reason to call it Lauren. Like, I don't know where that came from, but I was raised... As a Loren kid, I was raised Ralph Loren. <laughs> I don't know, maybe it's a suburban thing. Anyway, um, I'm doing a partnership with Brookfield Place, which is a mall downtown. And uh, I was like, okay, I need an angle for this content so that it kind of hits. It's fun. It's something fresh for the summer. And I was like, let me get a bag. Let me get a bag. So I made my way down to the mall knowing that I was going to get a bag. I didn't know what bag. I didn't know which bag. I didn't know which designer. I just knew that I was going to get a bag for content, um, for the Brookfield play stories. And also for this podcast right here. Hello. Bottega Veneta has been one that I've been kind of eyeing and it's chic. It's fashion. I feel like it's not, you know, Louis Vuitton love her to death, obviously, but when you carry a Louis Vuitton bag, it's like Louis Vuitton bag. Bottega Veneta is a lot more minimal and a lot more like less flashy, a lot more less, less flashy. And I went with the mini camera bag. Um, by the time this comes out, you guys will have seen it, but here's the backstory. Um, I got it in the color Tavertine. And it was one of those things where I put it on and I was like, oh, I need this bag. You know what I, you know, you know, those moments where you just put something on and it's kismet. That's what it was. So, um, so yeah, I've got my lollipop heart sucker tattoo on my elbow and I've got my Bottega Veneta bag across my chest and, um, I'm ready to take over the world. <laughs> Speaking of taking over the world, let's talk about the elephant in the sky, which is Taylor Swift's private jet. So on the same day that Beyonce's Renaissance album came out, which I listened to a few songs. It's cool. It's fun for the summer. Uh, a shocking report came out about Taylor Swift's private jet and about how much CO2 it emits into the atmosphere into the ozone layer. Um, I'm going to read a little something from the guardian, if you will. Uh, let's see. Taylor Swift claims Taylor Swift claims about private jet use blatantly incorrect says spokesperson. So basically, uh, a marketing firm, a sustainability marketing firm called yard, uh, reported on this. It said Yard's survey found that Swift's plane has taken 170 flights between 
January 1st and July 29th, 2022, clocking up 15.9 days in the air with an average flight time of 80 minutes and 139 miles per flight. The total flight emissions for 2022 were calculated at 8,293.54 tons. 1,184.8 times more than the average person's total annual emissions. Okay. Whoa, a lot of numbers. Um, the spokesperson for Taylor said, Taylor's jet is loaned out regularly to other individuals. Um, this was just, this is coming off the heels of like Kylie Jenner being called a climate criminal because of her private jet. Um, she posted a picture with her and Travis's jets across the way from each other and them in the middle. And she captioned it like, should we take mine or yours, baby? <laughs> um, of course, Swifties were quick to be like, well, you guys think Taylor could just take a regular plane? Do you guys know what would happen? And it's like, yeah, we are talking about the same girl who travels by drum case. You know what I mean? Do you remember when she was rumored to have been in the, like, compartment in the um what is it called box case a case you guys know you guys know this taylor swift story where she was like in the box and zane from one direction was kind of like yep that's her <laughs> that's her mode of transportation um so i was really trying to refrain from making tweets and jokes about uh taylor's jet because at the end of the day i really believe that taylor and i are going to be good friends in the next like two, three years, to be honest. So I didn't want to, I didn't want to ruffle her feathers before that. You know, I didn't want her to, you know, imagine we're at dinner and she pulls out her phone and she's like, actually, did you tweet this in 2022? Because if so, we've got to get the check. Cause I'm done here. I just think that would be awful. Um, so, so yeah, I think um, there were some really funny jokes now on Twitter though. Like people keep tweeting videos of this woman on a helicopter and the tweet will be like, Taylor Swift going to the bodega, <laughs> Taylor Swift going to get a snack, Taylor Swift going to get Snickers. Um, I'm just thinking about who else she loans this jet out to. I mean, first things first, I don't believe anything online, especially about celebrities. Like, a story like this, to me, doesn't hold any weight. Um, because we don't know. We really don't know. And you might think that the jet plane registrar is real, but, like, you never know who could be behind that screen. It could be Kris Jenner. You know what I mean? It could be Beyonce's mom. It Was it not weird that that report came out the same day that Beyonce's album came out? Like, to me, it's a little suspicious. But uh, who else? I wonder who else she, she rents the jet out to. Um, Taylor Swift's jet. I think it says 13 on the, on the seats of it. I remember seeing that in Miss Americana. Do you guys remember the scene in Miss Americana when she's taking off and she's telling her mom that she's so happy that she got some large dogs because it's always been a big dream of hers. And they're 
taking steak dinners out of takeout boxes and they're about to eat, but the plane starts to take off. So they try to hold the takeout boxes full of steak down, but they slide and Taylor's like, Oh no, this shirt is Rihanna. That is a perfect pop star documentary movie moment. Taking off in the private jet, trying not to get your takeout steak on your Fenty shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's giving, <laughs> that's giving, I mean, that's the only, that's the only, um, thing that comes to mind when I think of Taylor Swift's private jet, you know what I mean? I don't think of emissions. What are those? I've never seen them, never heard of them. Don't know her. <laughs> I posted a picture today and the caption was, if I had a pair of glasses for every time I defended Taylor Swift's carbon emissions this past week. And it's like not a lie. Like I'm wearing seven pairs of glasses and like over the past week, anytime it's come up, I'm, I've been like the flight register is lying. Like we don't know. We have no idea. She only took seven flights and they were all for work. So just know that. Moving on. Let's talk about skims swim gloves. So, uh, you guys know that Kim Kardashian has a shapewear brand called Skims, but they sell more than shapewear. They sell bikinis and pajamas and boyfriend boxers and all sorts of things. Um, I actually wore Skims Hotel uh, collection from Skims for my Harry Tails promotional shoot. Uh, they're like bright pink pajamas and they say Skims Hotel like right here. I had to get them. When she posted about them, I was like, okay, swipe up. <laughs> like, I'm going. But she honestly comes out with a new collection like twice a week, it feels like. It's a, it's a lot. But she came out with a new swim collection. And part of this, the swim collection was a pair of swim gloves. My first thought was, oh, my God, this is so cute. This is so chic. Kim Wood the ad kind of had Bella Porch, that TikToker girl who's now kind of a pop star coming out of the water with a bikini and like gloves all the way up to her elbows. And it's funny because when I saw it, I wasn't immediately like, oh, that's so weird. And I think that's Kim's power is that she's made it so that when you see her posting about coming out of a pool wearing gloves, you're like, oh, slay. Like, yeah, Kim get it. I just think that's, I just think that's powerful. Anyway, the skims gloves go past your elbows and they come in the color marble, taffy, ochre, almond, cocoa, gunmetal, and onyx. <laughs> another word for black. Um, gunmetal is another word for gray. Cocoa is another word for chocolate. You, you guys get it. Um, my thing, my thing, because it's my podcast, is just I cannot imagine wet gloves on my arms. I can't imagine it. I can't, you guys, I can't even wear bracelets. I can't wear a watch. Like anything on my hand, I can't wear rings. Anything, I can wear nail polish. Anything on my like arms or hands or wrists, I can't, I, I I, I feel like I'm wearing handcuffs. Like I can't, I can't. So 
coming out of the water wearing wet gloves kind of gives me stepping in a little puddle of water while you're wearing socks. Like it gives me wet socks, wet gloves, wet socks. Would I still get them? Yeah. Did I try to? Yeah. Did I want taffy? Yeah. Um, they're all sold out. There's like a wait list Uh, to me. I think this is a great headlining moment for Kim. Like, I don't know if they actually made a bunch of these gloves. I could see them making, you know, seven pairs of each size. Um, that's another thing is they go from extra, extra small to four XL. And my question was like, what size skims swim gloves would I be? You know what I mean? What would like, I like, are, is it length or is it like mass? Is it girth? Like, I, would I get a large? I think, it, I feel like I would get a large to be safe, but then imagine you have a wet, large glove, a wet, saggy glove coming out of the water. That's not the vision that Kim had for any of us. So I do have questions for Kimberly and uh, I would love to have her on the pod. <laughs> Today we are joined by Kim Kardashian on Harry Tales. I'm saying this now so that you guys can play this clip in two years when Kim Kardashian is sitting next to me um, for, uh, for the story, for the story of it all. Um, I do have other things on my list, but if you do want Skim Swim Gloves, go join the wait list. I'm on it. Um, okay. Let's see. Uh, I do want to talk briefly about the blonde movie trailer. There's a new movie about Marilyn Monroe coming out with Anna de Armas as Marilyn. She looks literally exactly like her. It's freaky. People are freaking out about her accent because apparently, I don't know if I didn't have access to the comment section, I feel like I mentioned this last week or the week before, but like if I don't have access to a comment section, like I think everything is like hunky dory. I think everything's good. And then when I read the comments and everybody's like, this is so bad. How dare they? She can't nail the, I'm like, Oh my gosh. Like I thought it was good. (laughs) Like, am I, am I too easy? Um, especially because when you think of Marilyn Monroe, aren't you thinking like, you know, her being like, Hello, Mr. President. Happy birthday. Like, like I've never heard her actually speak anything real. I've never heard her speak above, like, a sexy whisper. And in this trailer, Anna de Armas is like, Hello, Miss... Like, I'm like, this is exactly what she sounds like. So, um, if you haven't seen the trailer, you could go watch that. Another movie that I want to see is Nope. Um... Another movie I want to see is Not Okay. I've been so busy with this play, and by the time, I mean, the play will be over by the time you guys hear this, but the play has taken up literally all my time, and I'm lucky to get in bed by, like, 11 p.m. and read a little bit of my book and, like, fall unconscious blissfully. (laughs) Um, and I keep on wanting to watch not okay. And I was trying to watch not okay so that I could talk about it here, but you're just going to have to wait, um, 
until September at this point. <laughs> I'll watch it. I'll watch it, and I'll get back to you. Although I have been hearing that it's not satire. I thought it was satire, so I guess I'm in for a little bit of a shock. Um, the question of the hour that I've been asking, not every day, but only when I see this particular neighbor, but I have a neighbor. My apartment building is a quiet little building on the Upper East Side, and all the tenants seem to be very chill, like single people. Like I think there's a couple apartments with roommates, but otherwise we're all just doing our own thing. We rarely see each other. I never really see people in the hallway or in the stairwell, but there is one guy that I see and he's like not middle aged, but he's like not like he's older than me, but like younger than my dad. So I guess maybe that's like middle aged ish. He's not, he's not like cute or like to die for, but I'm like, okay, like what's up? Like, you know, if it was raining, maybe. <laughs> and I see him sometimes and I feel like we always have this kind of like hurried interaction. Like it's always like, oh, hello. How are you? Good. Great. Okay. Bye. And my question is. Only because I get so many boxes and there's like random, like big pink boxes in the lobby that say Harry Hill on them. Does he know I'm an influencer? Like, I guess the question to you all is if you lived in an apartment building and there were random colorful boxes and just like, just like a multitude of boxes and you looked at, like you were checking to see if they were yours. Cause like maybe but they all say, they all say one name. Wouldn't you at some point, there would be some point where you'd be like, okay, who is this bitch? Right? You would, at some point you would, the curio the curiosity would kill the cat and you would open up Instagram and you would type in their name or you would Google them. Maybe the thing is, is if you Google my name, it still comes up with the British comedian named Harry Hill, um, which is annoying because his, real name is Matthew Keith Hall. No, it's really annoying. Like it's really annoying. Um, I'm not in any hurry to like surpass him and like be the Harry Hill that comes up when you Google Harry Hill. It's honestly kind of a fun veil to have. Like if you Google my name, I don't come up. <laughs> Somebody else does. Uh, but anyway, I would do a little bit more digging. Like I would type in Harry Hill NYC. Maybe that works. I'm going to try right now. Oh yeah, I come up if you type in Harry Hill NYC, so that's nice. Maybe, but I'm like, has he done that? And does he know? Her? Is that self-centered of me? Is that like weird and like narcissistic of me to like wonder if my neighbor has Googled me before based on PR boxes that are stacked in the lobby? Like, I don't know. It's just, I saw him the other day and I was like, what if he knows what I had for lunch because I just posted about it on Instagram and he like follows me from like a burner account named at doo seven nine two, you know, because that's a possibility. It's a, it's a very real possibility. So I guess I'll keep you updated on that. I have another neighbor that I'm kind of friends with. This is kind of, this is apartment tea. So you guys know that I have a pink bathroom 
iconic. My other question, my other like apartment question as I'm going up and down the stairs seven times a day is does everybody else have a pink bathroom or are we all just like having different bathroom fantasies in this building? Um, Cause it was born in like, I want to say like the early 1900s. It's ancient. So I was talking to my neighbor Valentina outside the bodega the other day. And I, we're literally standing outside the bodega. She has like all the stuff she just bought in her arms. Her dog is like at her feet. And we were like, hey, what's up? How are you? And I was like, I'm really sorry, but like what color bathroom do you have? And she was like, oh, I have a green one. And she was like, yeah, mine's actually not as big as yours. She's, she's watered my plants before. She was like, yeah, when I watered your plants, I was like, holy shit, this is big. Mine is very small. Like if you open the door, it like hits the toilet. And I was like, you don't say... You don't say. So Valentina's up there with a small green bathroom. I'm down here with a big pink bathtub. You just never know. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. People are out here saying, oh, Taylor Swift's jet. You have no fucking clue when her jet flies or what color her bathtub is. You just don't know. My thing is don't assume My father always taught me, if you assume, you make an ass out of you and me, right? That spells assume, if you don't know. Ass out of you and me. Assume. Um, Linguistics, you guys. (laughs) They are there. (sighs) I forgot to say happy August. Happy August. Um, The linguistics bit brought me back to this thing I saw on TikTok of this guy who was talking about the song August by Taylor Swift. And the line specifically that says, meet me behind the mall, this guy on TikTok was arguing that she's really saying, meet me behind them all. Like, meet me behind everybody else. Like, like, let's not tell anybody about this. Like, meet me behind them all. And I was like, you're reaching. <laughs> I was like, well, that's a reach. Um, but you never know. Sometimes when I see people on TikTok breaking down Taylor Swift songs, I kind of think about English teachers teaching a lesson on, I don't know, the catcher in the rye and the attention that is paid to a random minor detail on page 72. And it's like, okay, if we went back to, um, who was catcher in the rye written by, wait, don't tell me catcher in the rye written by, um, Isn't it like EJ? It's like, isn't it? Salinger, JD Salinger. I was like EJ. JD Salinger. Do you think, I'm like, do we think that JD Salinger meant that? Or do you think he was just like at his typewriter? Like, and then Holden started crying, you know, you just really never know. I think that's, that's the theme of this episode is like, you never fucking know you guys. You just don't know. You don't know until you know. Um, let's see what is else. What else? What else is on my list? Because I do, I do have a docket. I saw someone tweeting, as I do, and he, it was this gay guy on my Twitter feed, as they are, and he asked, if Princess Diana was alive today, do you think she would have a beauty line? And it got me thinking, because she would probably be around the same age as Gwyneth Paltrow-ish, right? Or maybe a little bit older. Would she be older? 
<laughs> you're like, she'd be 95. Um, I don't think she would have a beauty line. I don't think she would. I think, if anything, she would be one of those very chic, older women in a campaign for, like, Lueve or Bottega Veneta. You know those ads where it's, like, it's making a statement because it's, like, an old woman or an older woman? <laughs> like, because it's an old woman. Um, like, when Joan Didion modeled for... Um, was it Lueve? I just want to keep saying Lueve. Lueve is the designer that's spelled L-O-E-W-E. And it's not pronounced low. It's pronounced Lueve. Okay, now, now I'm like, okay, the takeaways from this episode are literally like Bottega Veneta and you don't know until you know and Lueve. So take that to dinner with you. I, in addition to being in this play, also did some extra work for a movie by Peter Vack, starring Betsy Brown, Chloe Cherry, and Dasha Nekrasova. And I found out about it because Peter Vack kept posting on his Instagram, like, come be part of my movie. It's We're shooting in Union Square. Just, like, send your picture to this email. I'm pretty sure they, like, they let everybody who sent in an email in um, and it was very chill. I actually went with my friend, Melissa, who I hadn't seen. Um, she just spent the last six months in South America. So she came back and the set of the Peter Vac movie was where we chose to catch up. And it was actually perfect because the scene that we were extras in was kind of like a crowd scene. And so it was me and Melissa just literally sitting there for six hours from eight to two, you guys, surrounded by a bunch of like Dasha Necrosova lookalikes and catching up. And most of the time when they were filming, they were like, you guys can keep talking. You guys can like act bored, keep talking, use your phone. So we were literally just like sitting there in the audience like this. And there were times when he would be like, okay, now everybody laugh. Um, so that was fun. And then I got a text from the movie that was like, Hey, we would love for you to come back and be, uh, an extra on this smaller scene. Please wear, wait, let me read the text. Cause it's kind of funny. Um, because they wanted me to wear something specific. They said, hi, we're shooting a smaller scene tomorrow. Same location. It's a destitute scene. Would love to have you. Let me know if you're interested. They said uh, they want everyone to wear their most degraded or disheveled outfit and bring another option. We'll be shooting in the street. My thing was like, I kind of look a little disheveled every day, but not necessarily like degraded. Like, what do I wear? What do I wear in this event? I picked out a pair of like black jeans that had been on the floor for like two weeks. And so they were covered in like dust. And I was like, is this destitute? I ended up wearing a pair of flannel pants and this uh, big flannel. And I'm not sure if I got screen time or not, but it was a smaller scene. We did shoot outside. However, the only actress that I ever like was on screen with was Betsy Brown. So it wasn't Chloe Cherry or Dasha Nekrasova, um, which is too bad. But I also think that it was the universe being like, not yet, 
You know what I mean? You, not yet. You, I don't think you're ready to be in a scene with Dasha. Um, that morning I was brushing my teeth, like manifesting a scene where Dasha, like me and Dasha, like get into a fight or something, you know, how funny would that be? I think that would be hilarious. Um, if you guys don't know who Dasha is, don't, don't worry about it. She will enter your life when she needs to. Um, yeah, that's, uh, it's been a week. Uh, I'm excited to take this tattoo thing off my arm and, uh, I just want to give a shout out to a couple listeners, Francesca in LA, because she was listening to Harry Tales in her mini Cooper. She sent me a picture of the cover art on the like dashboard screen which I love because I can't sing, so I can't be a pop star, so I can't have, you know, my song playing in the Mini Cooper, but I can have my podcast playing in the Mini Cooper, and Francesca in L.A. made that happen, so thank you, Frango. And then I want to shout out Abby in Brooklyn because she gets the award for most chaotic Harry Tales listening venue. She listened to it on an airplane, she turned on the movie Twister on the seat in front of her. So like on the screen in front of her, Twister was playing. But then she turned on my podcast. So she's watching Twister and listening to Harry Tales. And I think that that takes the cake for like chaos, you know? No amount of turbulence could shake her because she's already being so shook by that combo meal of audio and visuals. I also want to shout out the listener that I have in India. I think that's really cool. I do love being international and it's not something that I take lightly. So thank you for listening wherever you are. Um, definitely keep me updated. Oh, one more shout out for Phoebe and her sister, Maybe Laura, I forgot her name, but they, they came up to me at the mall, uh, right before I bought my Bottega Veneta bag and I was editing a reel on my phone, just like sitting in the mall and they were like, Oh my God, like we're so excited about Harry Tales. And I was like, I'm excited for you to hear it too. So shout out to Phoebe and her sister, um, blink twice if you're listening to this. And uh, just a little podcasting note is that this, you're hearing this basically in the future, it's going to be recorded on Tuesdays and posted on Thursdays. So there will be like only a two day um, posting lag right now. It's been like a week long or like over a week long posting just because the way that we started it, we need to like catch ourselves up. And that's going to happen in the next couple weeks when I go to Beaver Island. So um, stay tuned for that. And uh, when you're when you're with your friends this week, just make sure to remind them that it's Bottega Veneta, not Bove Bottega Veneta. Um, I know that I'm like on my way out, but I do want to say that Harry Styles takes ice baths while on tour. And while he was talking about taking ice baths, he said, 
that's the thing with a swim. It's the only thing you never regret. And I was like, that is so true. I've never regretted taking a swim. It's so profound. I wouldn't really call bathing in ice a swim, but I know what he's going for. You know? Have you ever regretted taking a swim? <laughs> like the, the girl who like doesn't have a leg because it got bitten off by a shark is like, yeah, I have regretted taking a swim. <laughs> um, but everybody else is like, nope, <laughs> not here. Never regretted taking a swim. I just feel like swims are so invigorating. Um, they really are. You guys, did you see the $1.3 billion Mega Millions jackpot lottery winner? The lottery got to the biggest pot, the biggest jackpot that it's, I think it's ever been. It was, it got to $1.3 billion. That's what somebody won. And the, the winning ticket was sold in Desplaines, which is in Cook County, Illinois. Uh, and it's where my dad works. And at first I was like, oh, cool. Like Desplaines. And I texted my family like, oh my God, can't believe the winning ticket was sold in Desplaines. And then I followed that up with like, wait, is, did you guys buy the ticket? <laughs> um, you know me forever. The optimist. Uh, no, my dad responded and said, he said, sorry, no, keep your day job. So I'm podcasting. <laughs> um, what would you do if you won $1.3 billion? I think the first question that I saw kind of being posed was, would you take the lump sum or would you take the kind of like annual, I think the annual amount. And I want to say what I saw online was that if you opted for the annual amount, you would get like $28 million every year for the rest of your life ish. And I was like, okay, that does sound great. However, I think if you got the lump sum, I think it'd be like $740 million. Could you imagine having $740 million in your debit account? Like, could you imagine just like going to the ATM and like taking out $10,000 and it would, it would be like, like the numbers wouldn't change. Like the numbers, like the first like seven numbers wouldn't change. Uh, yeah, sign me up. I would literally carry around bundles of a hundred dollar bills and just like give them out. Like tic tacs. Like I'd be like, here's a hundred for you. Here's a hundred for you. Here's 700 for you. Have a good day. You know, I just think that would be so much fun. Um, that would be very Robin Hood of me, right? Because isn't that what he did? Or no, he stole. He stole and then gave it to the poor. You know, I could never steal, but to each their own. <laughs> um, the first thing I would do if I won the lottery is give it all away. No, I would buy a place upstate. <laughs> and then I would buy... Uh, adjacent places for all my friends upstate and we would form a commune upstate where we all have a place and then I would buy cars for everybody 
I think I would just, yeah, I think I would do that. Although it could get sticky if like, what happens if you have a falling out with one of the friends and then you're like, like hand over the keys, like you're out, you know, that could be awk. So maybe just a house for me, but it's big enough to have all my friends. I don't know. I would definitely buy more Bottega Veneta bags for sure. There was a larger one that I wanted, but it was like a, like a, a Bottega bag that isn't a small little camera case. It's like $4,000. I was like, are you guys sniffing glue back there? Like $4,000. Oh my God. That would be wild. But yeah, I would get seven of each bag in every color and give them out at dinner, you know? I bet Kylie does that. You know, takes takes dinner, takes everybody out to dinner. I'm like, the sun, the sun just came in, and I'm like, like a cat. I'm like, oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, the lotto. I guess this is our reminder. I guess the pot now is probably like four thousand dollars. So maybe wait a little, let it grow, and then go buy a ticket. I wonder how often it is that people buy tickets and then don't pay attention to see if they won. However, I think if that happens, there's a certain amount of time that like your winning ticket remains a winning ticket. And I want to say it's a long time. I want to say it's like six months or something. But as always, I could be making that up. So uh, stay vigilant if you're a lotto player. I know there's going to be somebody out there, some Harry Tales listener that's like, I love the lotto. And to you, I wish you good luck and I hope that you win. So with that, I hope that you guys never regret taking a swim you never regret listening to an episode of Harry Tales and you never regret flying on a private jet in order to get a snack from the bodega we'll see you guys next time happy August bye now <laughs>